How many are thankful for the transformational change that God made in your life? thankful that the Holy Ghost is still powerful as it ever was. Amen. The Holy Ghost is just as real today as it ever has been. God is still the same. I said God is still the same. God has not changed. Praise God. Amen. My past erased. This is, this is all right tonight. I don't think God would have it any other way than for someone to come with a spirit of expectation, seeking God and asking God to pour out His Holy Ghost power in our lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for ministering in this place. Thank you, God, for the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, God, for Pentecost. Thank you for Pentecost. Thank you for Pentecost. Oh God, thank you for changing us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for washing us. Thank you for cleansing and sanctifying us. Thank you for justifying us. And thank you for empowering us with your power from on high. Oh, hallelujah. Can we just give the Lord a hand clap of thanksgiving? everything together. Amen. In a service. And, and I, I don't know that God's done just yet. Amen. How many would like the Holy Ghost power of God to fall again? Amen. Amen. So good to see everyone here. Good to see. Amen. These are our dear friends for a long time. Brother and Sister Goodman. Amen. Good to see them. Amen. Amen. We love and appreciate them. So glad they're here. Pray for Brother Goodman that God would give him a complete healing and wholeness in his shoulder. Amen. Doctors went in there and did all kinds of things. Amen. And so he's, he's his right hand is a little out of uh, out of commission. No more right crosses to anybody. Amen. For a while. Amen. There was a day, let me tell you, huh, Brother Goodman. Amen. People didn't want to mess with him. Amen. But God, thank God. I said, but God.
low-key right now with my voice because it's almost gone, but in my spirit, I am excited about who we are in Him. I said I'm excited about who we are in Him. Man. And so I would like to, for a few minutes, if that's all right, we could... We've had a great service today. I preached by my, my heart this morning, and God was here and is still here. His power is here, and uh, I, I kind of feel like, um, well, let me just tell you what I feel. I feel part two, but it may be a little bit abbreviated because my voice can't handle too much. somebody and tell them good to see them in the house of the Lord. If you want to know what restoration looks like, you've seen it tonight. If you want to know what repentance looks like, you're seeing it tonight. If you want to know what Pentecost looks like, you're seeing it tonight. Praise God. Ten minutes after service tonight, and people are looking forward to that. But I, if I could just have just a few minutes, be all right. Praise God. We're going to look to the Word of God in just one verse. You could quote it. So I'd like to go to the Book of Acts, chapter one. Verse number eight. Just one verse. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. We talked about this morning. Pentecost and the power of Pentecost. Praise God. And I, I just want to kind of pick up on that, if, if I may. Would you put your Bibles down and just give God a round of applause for His mercy and grace and the power of the Holy Ghost. Can we just love Him? Amen, it's that Holy Ghost and fire, and it's still keeping me alive. Praise God. Somebody shout amen. Amen, Amen. you may be seated. Praise God. Somebody shout Holy Ghost. Amen, you can't make it to heaven without it. 
Amen. Glad I got five people that agree with me on that. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. God always intended for His church to be a force, to be a power in this world. God always intended for His church to be a powerful source that is greater than anything else in this world. Amen. And so tonight, the title for this message is simply this, A Force to be Reckoned With. Amen. The Holy Ghost Field Church, the church that I'm a part of, is a force. It is a power. They sing about it. Amen. I was doing a little word study on it today in the Greek. Dunamis, I was looking it up. Brother Nichols already talked about that tonight. Amen. It means dynamite. It means a, a powerful source. The church full of the Holy Ghost is a power source. Praise God. John 1 and 12, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Peter and John in Acts 3, such as I have, give I unto thee in the name of Jesus Christ. They tapped into the power source when they prayed in the name of Jesus. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 4 and 7, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. In 1 John 4 and 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Romans 8, 37, in all things we are more than conquerors through him, Jesus Christ, that loved us. In 2 Timothy 1 and 7, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God didn't give me a spirit of fear. God gave us a spirit of power. Power to talk right. Power to live right. Power to do right. Power to stay right. Power to live above sin. Power over the enemy. Power over the enemy. Power over the enemy. Say, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Romans 8, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Luke 9, then he called his 12 disciples together in Luke 9 and gave them power and authority over all devils. Not just most of them. All devils. And to cure diseases. All diseases. COVID-19 disease. Oh, don't get me started. We don't need government. We need Holy Ghost. You need a Holy Ghost vaccination. Holy the Holy Ghost I got said we can tread on serpents. The Holy Ghost I got said I can... You need a Holy Ghost vaccination. You don't need Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson. You need Jesus, Jesus. Hey Amen. If you've been vaccinated, fine. That's your business. I don't care. 
I just, just, I just need Jesus. I already had COVID. God help me survive it. Thank God for Jesus. Luke 9, he gave us power and authority over all devils to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Amen. God gave you power with purpose. Can I, can I preach what I'm feeling right now? God didn't just give you power to feel good. He gave you power with a purpose. He gave you power to reach the lost. He gave you power to heal the sick. He gave you he gave you power to do something with. He gave you power to win the loss. He gave you power to win the world. Amen. There's a purpose to the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's one to get us to over there. Where you you got to have the Holy Ghost. You got to be born again to even see the kingdom of God. I understand that. But there's more to it than even that. He gave us power with a purpose here too. Praise God. Amen. John 14, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. It's about power source. Then I've got this in quotes because, and I've had it for a little while. I got this actually when I was teaching on the fruit of the Spirit, and I never got to get to this part. But I'm just going to throw a little snippet here, if I, if I may. We are not the source of power. We are an instrument of it. I'm not the source of power, but I'm an instrument of the power source. Amen. He's the power source. I'm the instrument. I'm the conduit that God uses. You're the conduit that God wants to use to send his power with a purpose. It's to light somebody's world up. It's, it's to energize somebody's life. He gave you power with purpose. And the church, I keep saying, is the greatest thing going. You are a force to be reckoned with. Praise God. John 15. I'm going to read several verses here. Just buckle your seatbelt. I'm the true vine. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. He gave us power with a purpose. He gave us power to bear some fruit. Fig tree had the power to bear figs. It didn't it bear figs. It didn't so... God cursed it. I don't want to be cursed. I want the power, but I want power, and I want to fulfill the purpose that God has for my life with the power that he gave me. Not fruit he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit he purgeth, or he cleanseth, he prunes it. There are times when God has to prune things in me so there can be some new growth. There's times he'll purge the church for new growth. He'll look at some things and say, hey, I'm going to cut this off here and I'm going to trim this out of their life here and I'm going to trim this over here. Why? Because I'm preparing the church for revival and some new growth. The power of God is always trying to build and grow the church. 
And he says he does it so that it may bring forth more fruit. And now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. I, 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 if I'd have had time, I'd have grabbed just a, a stick out there. and so the, a, a dead stick is good for nothing other than swatting your child, maybe if you're with a switch. That, and then it would be good for something. Amen. I guess there is still a little bit of power left in that thing called the switch. <laughs> but it cannot produce fruit. Why? Because it was cut off from the power source. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. I'm not the power source. I'm an instrument. I'm a branch. I'm a conduit. And as long as I stay connected to the power source, there's life in me. But if I get disconnected from the power, I lose my life. It's that Holy Ghost fire and it's keeping me alive. You lose the Holy Ghost fire, you're going to die. I like the, the ten virgins, the five wise and the five foolish. The five says, we, our lamps are going out or going out. They, they ran out of oil. They somehow got cut off from the power supply. And they were left out in the cold. I'm going to stay plugged in. I'm, I'm talking about Pentecost Sunday. We, ought to have, we have Pentecost every day. It's Pentecost day, 365 days out of the year. Why? Because I'm plugged in. I'm going to be plugged in on Monday, and I'm going to be plugged in on Tuesday. I'm going to be plugged in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and again on Sunday. I'm staying plugged into the power source. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. He is the power source. We're just the instruments. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. I don't want to go there. But if you abide in me and, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. He gave you power with purpose. So shall you be my disciples. How shall I be your disciple? That I bear fruit. That I stay connected to the power source. That it's the Holy Ghost power and the Holy Ghost love and the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the power. You know what these lights are? That's the fruit of power source. That screen's on. Without power, it's good for nothing. God help those that just want to flip on the power source when it is convenient. God, help me not to live a Christian life and treat God like he's simply a light switch. When I need something, I go to church and start flipping the light on. When I think everything's good and I can do it by myself, I just leave the light on. When I face a dark situation, all of a sudden they run. You know what I'm talking about, people? They, and then they run. To the, I'm sure there's nobody like that in here tonight.
Somebody help us, Jesus. <laughs> You're starting to pastor right now. <laughs> Doing a little pastoring in the house. I know I'm preaching to the choir tonight. I understand that. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you in my love. And if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my Father's commandments, abide in his love. How do I stay connected to the power source? Be obedient to his word. Abide in him. Stay connected with him. Isn't it interesting? He said, you have to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And he said, the second is likened to the first. Love thy neighbor as thyself. I can't love my neighbor as myself if I don't love him. As long as I stay plugged into him, I'll be able to love my neighbor. Oh, praise God. Hurry up, Pastor. Get past that. Ephesians chapter 6 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He's the power source. We're just the instruments of it. He gave us power when we received the Holy Ghost. We're the city that's set on a hill. He gave us power with purpose. Say that. I have power with purpose. You know what? I'm telling you, there is nothing going to stand between us and revival when we unite in one mind, in one accord, in one place, and we understand we, and we, we just stay connected and we understand, hey, God gave us power, but it is with a purpose. Hey, you know what they did after Pentecost? They went out by twos and twos, and they went out and they won the world. They preached the gospel to the world. Why? Because God gave them power with purpose. Ephesians 3 and 20, now unto him, Jesus, that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh, you ready, in us. The power, the same word, it's in my nose, dunamis, dynamite, it's a force, it's a power. God gave us the Holy Ghost power, it is working in us. It's not my power, it's his power. I'm just plugged in. How do I plug into it? When I pray and I fast and I, and I have faith in the word of God and, and, I, and I act on my faith and, I, and my faith and I, and I accompany my faith with works. Like James said, I'll show you my faith by my works. And, and I marry my faith and my works. And it's there in that arena of faith that divinity and humanity come together. And God gives us power to do great things through us. It's not my power. It's his. Psalm 62 and 11. All power belongs to God. Psalms 147. Great is the Lord and of great power. Psalms 89 and 6. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? He, who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto him? Revelations 11 and 17. We give thanks to the Lord God Almighty, which is, which was, and is to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned. 2 Chronicles 20 and 6, in thy hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? All the power you need is in him. It's in his right hand, the name of Jesus. And it's through the Pentecost experience that you tap into the power source. 
baptized, he said, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. We talked about that this morning. I tap into the power when I pray in Jesus' name. Oh, praise God. Exodus 15 and 6, In thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious, or thy right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. The enemy is dashed into pieces when the power of God is wielded on the enemy. 1 Chronicles 29 and 11, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou, have, thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all things. And in thy hand is power and might. And in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. In other words, there is power to go around. God has enough power to do whatever you need him to do. God has enough power to deliver whoever needs to be delivered. God has enough power to get you through whatever situation you're going through. God has enough power, healing power, to heal any disease, any sickness. Oh, there's enough power in the name of Jesus to do anything in this world. Do you believe that tonight? Oh, praise God. Ephesians 1 and 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand. It's talking about not literally, it's figuratively. There's power in the name of Jesus, far above all principality. You ready? He said far above all, and then he's going to give a lot of things. All principalities. Did you know government It's called local principality? You know government officials are principalities? But God has power over all principalities. God has power over all government. All leadership. God has power. He says far above all principality and power and might and dominion. God has dominion over everything. And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And he hath put all things under his feet and gave him, Jesus, to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Simply put, Jesus said in Matthew 28, 18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power. When he was teaching in the temple in Mark chapter 1, they looked and they were amazed. And so much they questioned among themselves. They said, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For what authority? For which authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him? That's because he had all power. He was God and is God in the flesh. Philippians 2, 9, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord for the glory of God the Father. I am not ashamed... Of the gospel, mentioned that this morning, but I'm not ashamed to be a people of the name. Because it's only the people of the name that are people of authority. It's only people of the name that are people of power. Praise God. Amen. And I've, I know there's people that 
They, they, they don't even have the Holy Ghost, but they, they pray in Jesus' name, and God honors that. Why? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, there were some that came to him and said, hey, we've cast out devils in his name. He goes, I didn't even know you. That's how much power is in his name. People did great things in, in his name, and they didn't, ha- didn't even have the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine what they could do if they got tapped into the power source? If they had got the Holy Ghost, then their name would have been written down in the Lamb's Book of Life, and he would have known them. That's who we are. You know what? We, this is, maybe this is... Let's throw this in for, for effect. This is called firing for effect right here. One of the greatest crimes in this in the nation, one of the most common crimes is identity theft. The, the, the devil wants to try to steal your identity and keep you from no understanding just who you are. You are a people of the name. God gave us power with purpose. Now I'm going to try to wrap this up. I told you I would not be long. John 1 and 12, but as many as received him, to them, how, did I re- how, do, who, how do you receive him? You receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. To many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. You can't get the Holy Ghost unless you believe on him. You got to believe on his name. Acts 1 and 8 in our text, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. God was moving in a great way this morning and again tonight. God has been, been doing great things. And the reason why we've seen great things and miracles and signs and healings and all these things, are, these signs and wonders following us in this church, the reason why all these things are happening is because there is still a people in Bakersfield called the Apostolic Rock Church that are plugged into the power source on high. I've got news for the world and i got news for our city. There's still a church. There's still a Pentecostal apostolic church. There's still a one God tongue talking holy roller. Holy Ghost filled. Church right here in Bakersfield. Praise God. I said, praise God. Because we have received him, the Holy Ghost. And when we re- because we have the Holy Ghost, we have power from on high. We plugged in, and we're going to stay plugged in. You want to plug in or stay plugged in, why don't you stand to your feet and just give God a hand clap of praise. Right after Pentecost, Peter and John mentioned again this morning, I told you this is kind of part two, go to the temple. And the Bible says that there was a beggar. And he gave them heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. 
He was expecting to receive, but he got more than what he was expecting. I'm telling you, when you plug into the power source, you'll get more than what you, than what you can imagine. You'll receive more. You'll have more. God always exceeds our expectations. God can always exceed. And he asked of them in alms. And they said, we don't have silver and gold. We don't have a coin. We could give you. But what we do have far exceeds that. We couldn't give it to you yesterday, but we can give it to you now. Why? Because we've been in touch. We got plugged in. This is how this church is. When I come to church, I, I'm just like, when I take an extension cord and it's, and it's to a light or I take a light and I go to the wall and I plug it in, you know what? I, I expect the light to come on. And when it doesn't, there's something wrong with something. It's probably a breaker that got flipped somewhere. You go out to the breaker box and you see a breaker and you look and, oh, this one got flipped off. And you look at it and you flip it back on. Did you know the power was always there? But something happened. If it's been a while since you experienced the power of the Holy Ghost, Check your breaker box. Check the plug-in. Hey, we lost power. How come we lost power? Just look around. Oh, hey, look, the, the cord got unplugged. Plug it back in. There's people that have a relationship with God, they just not, may not be right with God right now. You know, all they got to do is just come back to an altar, like, just plug back in. It's not really rocket science. Just plug in. I don't understand everything about conduit and this and that and how this and the breakers and how this all works and how 220 and 110 and how, I don't understand that. It's almost a foreign language. I know I'm related to all, you know, contractors and engineers and electricians and all that stuff and I have a healthy respect for electricity so I, that's why I call them before I zap and hurt myself but I've learned that sometimes it's just just go look at the just go look and see if, if you flip the breaker just go make sure you're plugged in you know what sometimes you're like well I'm not really feeling it well you just maybe there's something in your mind in your life or something, something has gotten disconnected Reconnect. Plug back in. Because I'm telling you, when you are plugged in to Him, you are plugged into the greatest power, the greatest force that the universe has ever known or seen. You know what this is? A powerhouse. have power how many are plugged into the power source amen
I told you it's kind of part two tonight. I don't, I don't feel like a crying, a weeping. We kind of, we've, we've had that. But I feel a, hey, you know what? I'm staying connected, and if I'm not connected, I'm getting connected. I'm plugging into the power of Pentecost. I said I'm plugging into the power of Pentecost. I'm staying plugged into the power of Pentecost. And I'm telling you, you know what? If you, if we stay plugged into the power of Pentecost, we could be going to the fast food place. You can go to a restaurant, go to work, and people can you can just right there because you're already plugged in. And when people have expectations, hey, will you pray for me? I can pray for you right now. Let's pray in the name of Jesus. The pa- Why wait? You're already plugged in. If they're expecting silver and gold, have I none. But you know what? I got the Holy Ghost, and God gave me Holy Ghost with purpose. So here, I'm going to lay my hands on you. I don't care who's looking. I'm not ashamed. God is able. That's what I tell people. Hey, I'm going to pray for you. Because I believe God it has the ability and the power to heal you. It's not me, but I'm just going to be a conduit. How am I, how am I, how am I a conduit? I'm, I'm a conduit when I exercise my faith. As long as I'm right and I'm clean and I stay plugged in and I'm praying and I'm fasting, that's how I'm staying plugged in. Boom. According to your word, God. So let's stay plugged in to the power source. Let's continue to be a force in this city to be reckoned with. Let's be vessels of power that God can use with purpose to save somebody's soul. See somebody saved or healed, delivered in Jesus' name. If you want to stay connected, why don't you just give God praise right now? Just begin to magnify Him.